Welcome everybody to the Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge. So happy to be here on this Tuesday. How has everybody been? Just a reminder that you are listening to us on WQEE 99.1 FM, the key home of Southern sports out of Noonan, Georgia. And we have got a jam-packed show on this Tuesday. The Chattahoots get the extra innings win over the Atlanta Crackers. And there was a late night last night up at Kennesaw State. And they will play the Crackers again on Wednesday. I will talk about that. The Chattahoochee Monsters rained out against the Alpharetta Aviators. They'll play a doubleheader on Wednesday. We had the Home Run Derby yesterday. Also, don't forget that this is my 32 NFL teams in 32 days. And today, I am going over the Tennessee Titans depth chart and the schedule for the upcoming 2023 NFL season. And I'm going to actually talk about Wimbledon on this show because there is an American, not just an American, somebody from Atlanta that we could root for that pulled off an upset and is playing in the quarterfinals. But I want to get into the biggest sports story of the day that broke late into the afternoon. The Northwestern football team just released their longtime head football coach, Pat Fitzgerald. This comes after an investigation took place into the program that there was alleged hazing going on in the facilities. And this comes as a shocker. Pat Fitzgerald was the head football coach since 2006. He led Northwestern to five bowl wins. The last time they won a bowl game was 1948. He's the most decorative coach in Northwestern's history. Led Northwestern to three 10-win seasons. But after suffering a 1-11 season last year, I guess the writing has been written on the wall. And even though he's a good coach, I mean, he is responsible for the program. If there is hazing, which will not be tolerated, according to the NCAA, then he definitely has to go. But who would come in to replace Pat Fitzgerald at Northwestern, especially with the Big Ten getting an upgrade and they're getting UCLA and USC. Northwestern, at times, were competing in the Big Ten, and Pat Fitzgerald was the main reason. He was a very good head football coach, but we don't know the whole details. We just know that he has been let go. NBA Summer League, Victor Winbenyama is going to get shut down for the rest of the summer league. I was looking forward to his anticipated debut. Had a little shaky start in his first game. He shot 2 of 13. But in his second game, he was a lot better. 27 points, 12 rebounds. And the San Antonio Spurs organization has seen enough, and they're shutting him down for the rest of the summer league. I'm not saying that Wimbayama is going to be injury prone, but this is a good move because this is the face of your franchise. This is a a once-in-a-generation talent to come out of the draft. Some say all-time. I say since LeBron. But Wenbenyama is the type of player that could lead the San Antonio Spurs to multiple championships. And so far, if you look at Joel Embiid, Nikola Jokic, Wenbenyama could be the best skilled big man of all time. This is a good move by the Spurs. Yes, We are disappointed that we're not going to get to see him in the NBA Summer League. One takeaway on the NBA Summer League, I think that Scoot Henderson, he's not a player that could shoot, but he is going to be like a Russell Westbrook, a Derrick Rose, a John Wall. 
He is going to be an electrifying player that's going to sell a lot of tickets. And the Dame time watch still continues as the Portland Trailblazers are going to drag their feet on where to trade Damian Lillard. There are trade talks. Now, this is just rumors that the Toronto Raptors are looking to trade Pascal Siakam to the Atlanta Hawks for DeAndre Hunter and Clint Capella. I think this would be a great move if this is true because the Hawks can put a congruent center because he deserves to be the starting center for the Hawks. And Pascal Siakam can be that power forward that they were hoping John Collins could be. I think that DeAndre Hunter is expendable, especially with A.J. Griffin stepping in and playing a better role. Patty Mills coming off the bench. The Hawks are going to look a little bit different next year, but I think that they're going to be different for the better. Congratulations to Vlad Guerrero Jr. of the Toronto Blue Jays, who edged out Randy Arzarena from the Tampa Bay Rays to win the Home Run Derby. And now today, we have the All-Star Game. The National League versus the American League. The starting pitcher for the American League is New York Yankees, Garrett Cole. And then for the National League, it is going to be Arizona Diamondbacks pitcher, Zach Gallen. The National League lineup led by Ronald Acuna Jr. You got Freddie Freeman in the lineup for the Dodgers. Mookie Betts, also from the Dodgers. J.D. Martinez from the Dodgers as well. Nolan Arandano from the Cardinals. You got from the Miami Marlins, Luis Arreyes. The Braves have an all-star, Sean Murphy. Corbin Carroll from the Arizona Diamondbacks. They've really been the most surprising team so far in the National League. And then Orlando Arcia from the Atlanta Braves. Over at the American League lineup, you got Marcus Simeon of the Texas Rangers, Shohei Itani of the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim, Randy Arzarena from the Tampa Bay Rays, Corey Seager from the Texas Rangers. You got Yandy Diaz from the Tampa Bay Rays. You also have Adolis Garcia from the Texas Rangers, Austin Hayes from the surprising Baltimore Orioles, Josh Jung from the Texas Rangers, and then Jonah Heim from the Texas Rangers. So four Texas Rangers making the start for the American League in tonight's All-Star Game. And the American League has won the last nine All-Star Games. The last time the National League won, it was back in 2012. I remember that because It allowed the Giants to get home field advantage for the 2012 World Series. Melky Cabrera for the San Francisco Giants was the all-star MVP. But yeah, it's been total domination from the American League for the past nine seasons. And looking at future all-star sites, next year it's going to be at Globe Life Field in Arlington, Texas. The Phillies are going to host the all-star game in 2026. July 2025's All-Star Game has not yet been announced. I sure hope that they give it to Atlanta so they can make up for the mistake they made by pulling the All-Star Game from Atlanta in 2021. Do the right thing and give Atlanta the All-Star Game in 2025. All right, speaking of Wimbledon, I don't talk much about Wimbledon here on the show, but I got to give props to Georgia Tech's own Christopher Eubanks. He's playing in the quarterfinal tomorrow against the number three seeded Medvedev, but he was able to beat Stefanos Tispadis, 
3-6-7-6-3-6-6-4-6-4. In five sets, he advances to the quarterfinals. Just a little background on Christopher Eubanks. I mean, anytime you get an American that gets this far in a major in tennis, we have the tendency to root for the player. But this is a player that not only is from this country, the 27-year-old is from Atlanta. He went to college at Georgia Tech, and he turned pro in 2015. I'll tell you, when they have the BB&T Atlanta Open, he would definitely be the highlight that would make people come see tennis in Atlanta when they have that event every year. But it was a big shocker, and congratulations to Atlanta's own Christopher Eubanks playing in the quarterfinals tomorrow. All right, I think it's time to take that first break, but when we come back, I'm going to break down the night at Kennesaw State University, a late night as the Columbus Chattahoots get the 7-4 victory. You don't want to go anywhere. This is the Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge. We'll be right back. Active Pest Control offers the best services and prices to protect your home. Offering both monthly and quarterly pest control services, plus specific services like bed bugs, German roach, and flea control. Even if you can't see them, insects are all around you 24-7. Active Pest Control wants to be the first line of defense. Active Pest Control. Repair. Bond. Best termite coverage around. Active Pest Control. 34 Jefferson Street, Noonan. 770-954-9941. It's the best in sports and entertainment. And get locked in and locked down with Rhino Radio Penitentiary, 7 a.m. to 10 a.m. with your host, me, Ryan O'Neill, each and every morning, right here with the best in sports and entertainment, all the way from professional sports to college sports to River Dragons hockey and everything in between, including some of the very best local and national guests. It's the Rhino Radio Penitentiary, 7 a.m. to 10 a.m., Monday through Friday, right here on 99.1 FM WQEE. After a few drinks, I'm taking it slow. Well, you're not fooling the cop behind you. What? Get ready to pay in .1 miles. Getting pulled over for buzz driving could cost you around $10,000 in fines, legal fees, and increased insurance rates. Nothing kills a buzz like getting pulled over for buzz driving, because buzz driving is drunk driving. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Tune in each Sunday morning right here on WQEE 99.1 FM for the key for help from a high with Bishop Daniel Hardaway Sr. of Redemptive Life Worship Center at 9 a.m. Hear the Word of God and soak it in. You can join us for our live Sunday service at 10 o'clock a.m. till 12.30 p.m. at Redemptive Life Worship Center at 2265 Highway 54 in Marlin, Georgia. Have a blessed week. Welcome back to the Sports Beat with Richard Holders. You're listening to us on WQEE 99.1 FM out of Noonan, home of Southern Sports. Action in the Sunbelt Baseball League last night as we only had two games as there were 
A couple of rainouts. The Chattahoochee Monsters are going to play a doubleheader on Wednesday. First pitch, 5.05 at Legion Field, taking on the Alpharetta Aviators for two. And then the defending SBL champion, Gainesville Gold Diggers, their game got rained out as well, and they are going to take on the Atlanta Blues for a doubleheader. First pitch, 5.05 at Georgia State. So last night in the Sunbelt Baseball League, we had two games. The Brookhaven Bucks defeated the Waleska Wild Thanes 6-3. And then the Columbus Chattahoots went up to Fred Stilwell Stadium in Kennesaw, Georgia to take on the Atlanta Crackers. And this game, they jumped up to a 4-1 lead. The Crackers hit a home run in the bottom of the fourth inning. The catcher, Todaro, with a two-run shot that cut the lead to 4-3 for the Hoots. The Crackers put up a run in the bottom of the eighth, and now we go into extra innings. Remember in the SBL, the extra innings rule, they have a base runner on second. Well, the Hoots put the base runner on second in the top of the tenth. They could not get that run across. But what a job from the bullpen for the Chattahoots. Connor Trepanier with three scoreless innings, Luke Norman pitched an inning, and Trey Sanders with three scoreless innings as well with five strikeouts, especially in those extra innings games where he shut the door on the Atlanta Crackers. But in the top of the 11th inning, it seemed like all chaos broke out as the Crackers pitchers could not get the hitters out for the Hoots. And they played across three runs, they win the game. Despite only having four hits, the Columbus Chattahoots win the game 7-4 to four on the road against the Atlanta Crackers. And the Columbus Chattahoots are 17-4 and four overall in the SBL. And they are a half game behind the Gainesville Gold Diggers that will play a doubleheader against the Atlanta Blues on Wednesday. So taking a look at your Sunbelt standings, right now the Gainesville Gold Diggers with a 17-3 record. The Chattahoots are a half game behind with a 17-4 record. In third place, and actually has a two-game lead, is the Brookhaven Bucks, as they have won two straight. And currently in fourth place is the Chattahoochee Monsters with a 9-11 record. They will play the doubleheader against Alpharetta on Wednesday. Atlanta falls to fifth place with a 9-12 record. The Atlanta Blues with an 8-12 record. Alpharetta 16-13. And, and the Waleska Wild Things with a 4-17 record in last place in the Sunbelt Baseball League. So we got more action coming up this Wednesday, including the Columbus Chattahoots taking on the Atlanta Crackers once again at Kennesaw State. And they are going to be in action this weekend at Historic Golden Park taking on the Gainesville Gold Diggers. This will be a battle for first place in the SBL. Meanwhile, the Chattahoochee Monsters are going to be in action at Historic Golden Park. First pitch, 2.05, as they are taking on the Atlanta Blues on July the 16th. Don't forget that the AIFA Championship game is going to be this Saturday, July the 15th, as the Columbus Lions taking on the defending AIFA champion, Mississippi Raiders, as the Columbus Lions try to go for their fourth championship in franchise history. And I want to say congratulations to Fountain City FC, an outdoor soccer team in Columbus. 
that accepted an invitation to play their 2024 soccer games in the United Premier Soccer League. This is where Legends FC plays their games. And I'm looking forward to seeing Columbus with an outdoor soccer team playing in a pretty prestigious league. Yes, it is a lower tier league, but it's still professional soccer. And with the Columbus Rapids' future unknown, it is nice to know that soccer is going to continue to grow in Columbus. And we have this outdoor team that I'm going to rally around and I will try to mention on the podcast when they start getting into their Premier League soccer games. Speaking of soccer, the FIFA Women's World Cup is going to take place in New Zealand and Australia on July the 20th, as I'm hoping to get Tanya Chavez here on the show so we can talk everything FIFA Women's World Cup. Starting in the group stage, 3 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, I'll get up for that one. Sure, why not? July the 20th, New Zealand taking on Norway. You have Australia taking on the Republic of Ireland. Nigeria is taking on Canada. The United States, if you want to catch them in the World Cup, their first game is Friday, July the 21st, taking on Vietnam. That game is going to be at 9 o'clock at night. Then their next game is going to be against the runners-up from the 2019 World Cup. They are taking on the Netherlands, and that game will take place on Wednesday, July the 26th at 9 o'clock at night. And then finally, their last opponent in group play is going to be Portugal on Tuesday, August the 1st. And that game is going to be at 3 o'clock in the morning. The United States are hoping to win their third straight World Cup title. And this will also be Megan Rapone's last World Cup. The Women's World Cup is led by Alex Morgan. And we do have some new faces on the team as well as hoping to get Tanya on the show and we can break down the roster for the Women's World Cup. And we've had a couple of youth baseball teams that are getting ready to play in their World Series as the Phoenix City All-Star baseball teams are traveling to Gulfport, Mississippi. The 12 and under West team will play in the USSS Rec League World Series titles this week as they had a send-off on Monday afternoon at Idle Hour Park. And then this weekend, the stage is set. The Georgia Little League baseball site in Smyrna at Brinkley Park taking place on July the 15th. The brackets are already set as Harris County is going to take on Cartersville Little League. In the other brackets, you have... Peachtree City, the number one seed, they're taking on Warner Robins, the fifth seed. Martinez Evans is taking on Smyrna Little League. And then Oconee County is taking on Franklin County. This is a double elimination game with the championship game set for July the 21st at Brinkley Park. This is a double elimination tournament, and the winner of this tournament will represent Georgia in the Southeast Regional down in Warner Robins that will start on August the 1st. So good luck to Harris County Little League as they try to win their second straight Georgia State title. All right, what we're going to do now is we're going to go and take a quick commercial break. We're going to pay some bills. When we come back, I'm going to break down the Tennessee Titans 
2023 NFL schedule. You don't want to go anywhere. This is the Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge. Wishbone Fried Chicken is back in a brand new location. 31 Jackson Street, Sweet A here in Noonan. Same great taste. The best chicken around. Fish dinners. Open Monday through Saturday, 10.30 a.m. to 4 p.m. Dine in. Take out. It's Wishbone Fried Chicken. Right next door to their former location, bringing you the best chicken around. So great. Wishbone Fried Chicken, 31 Jackson Street, Sweet A, here in Noonan. Hey, sports fans. It's Rod Peterson here, host of The Rod Peterson Show, inviting you to join us daily for two hours of Atlanta's funnest sports talk right here on WQEE. I say fun because it is. You've never heard a show like it because we make the listeners a part of the show. Every day between noon and 2 p.m. Eastern, you'll hear plenty of the best sports talk, including the latest on the Falcons, the Braves, and more. And who knows, you might even hear you. That's the Rod Peterson Show, daily at noon, right here on WQEE 99.1 FM. Hey, sports fans. Weekdays, 3 p.m. Eastern to 5 p.m. Eastern. Drive time. WQEE. Braves Country is a Southern sports talk show with Mac McGee and the Armchair Quarterbacks. That's Braves Country with Mac McGee and the Armchair Quarterbacks. Weekdays, 3 p.m. to 5 p.m., right here on WQEE 99.1 FM. We are back on the show, and I am happy to be here. This is episode 660, just in case anybody was wondering. And it is now time for the show as we get ready for NFL training camp that will start rookies will report on July the 18th which is seven days away that is crazy I'm looking forward to seeing these training camp battles but now I will go into my 32 teams in 32 days let's talk about the Tennessee Titans you know my friend Nathan Spies has a podcast dedicated to the Tennessee Titans and I got to give a shout out to him for getting me into the podcast world over three years ago when I was a guest on his podcast, and then he showed me how to do a podcast, and the rest was history. Well, the Tennessee Titans, when you look at their team, and I'm taking it all the way back to the Music City Miracle because I was a Titans fan. I was rooting for the Titans when I was living in Tennessee. I mean, I do have my favorite teams. I have the 49ers. I have the Falcons. I I like the Raiders. But I also like the Titans. The Titans, I've rooted for them. You go into the AFC South. It's not a foregone conclusion that Jacksonville is just going to run away with this division. Tennessee did finish 7-10 and last year. They stumbled down the stretch mainly because of injuries and then the uncertainty of what they thought their franchise quarterback, Malik Willis, was going to be. They thought that he was going to take over for Ryan Tannehill because Tannehill struggled at times last year. You got to remember, this was a team that made the playoffs three straight years, and Mike Vrabel entering his sixth season, that was his first losing record. The Titans were a team that at 9-7 and seven, back in 2019 went all the way to the AFC Championship. They had some playoff exits, losing in the wild card round. In 2021, losing in the divisional round. I think the loss of A.J. Brown was devastating to the Tennessee Titans, and they can't rely just on Derrick Henry alone. So let's go ahead and go over the depth chart. One of the quarterback battles I'm looking forward to in training camp is the battle between Ryan Tannehill and Will Levis. 
I think that Malik Willis will be the third-string quarterback. Well, let's start with your starting quarterback, Ryan Tannehill. is listed as QB1, the running back, Derrick Henry. They do have a rookie running back, Tajay Spears, that is projected to be the second-string running back. And then Hassan Haskins is the third-string running back. That's going to be important, especially if Derrick Henry gets injured. And then your wide receivers, they drafted Traylon Burks from Arkansas to replace A.J. Brown. Their leading receiver from last year, Robert Woods, is no longer on the team. So Nick Westbrook, Ikaini, and Kyle Phillips are the other wide receivers. Your offensive line, Andre Dillard, the left tackle. Daniel Brunskill comes over at free agency from the 49ers. And Aaron Brewer is the center. Jordan Ruse is the right guard. And then the right tackle, the rookie, Peter Skoronsky, is projected to make the starting lineup with the tight end, Chikose Akwandu. Trayvon Wesco, also a tight end. Josh Weil, a rookie tight end coming in to compete. And as I'm looking down this roster, I do see some familiar faces to include Aishis Alshire. Jeffrey Simmons is a good defensive tackle. They did lose Jarrell Casey, but they still have Amani Hooker, Kevin Byard. They're veterans from this team that is a very proud team. This is a team that is not going to be one of the worst teams in the NFL because they are well coached. Mike Vrabel is a good coach, and he is going to coach up this team. And let's go ahead and go through the schedule. I'm going to predict what the Titans are going to be for this season. Starting with week one, they take on the New Orleans Saints. I projected that the Saints are going to win because they are playing at home. Then they take on the Los Angeles Chargers in Nashville week two. They seem to always get up for these big games. I've seen the Titans beat the Chiefs and Rams in the regular season. So I think they're going to beat the Chargers here in week two. And then they're taking on the Cleveland Browns. I just don't know what to think about the Browns. I know the Browns are favored here. I think that maybe Deshaun Watson will have a bounce-back year. I think that Kevin Stefanski is going to be on the hot seat. But I'm going to say the Titans are going to win this game. So they're going to take on the Cincinnati Bengals. This is a revenge game from that playoff exit. They were the number one seed, and the Bengals came in and upset the Tennessee Titans. But the Bengals are going to win here because they are a very solid team, a Super Bowl-caliber team with Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase. And so the Titans will go into Indianapolis with a 2-2 two and two record. And this is a rivalry game. You throw out the record books. The Titans can win in Indy, and the Indianapolis Colts can win in Tennessee. I'm going to say that the Titans are going to win this one, and they will go 3-2. and two. And then the International Series taking on the Baltimore Ravens. Oh, I love those 9 a.m. starts. Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. And I think the Baltimore Ravens end up winning this game. And so now you have a 3-3 three and three Tennessee Titans team that's going to be hosting the Atlanta Falcons. I think that they end up winning that game. And so they will be 4-3. and three. And then taking on the Steelers on a short week on a Thursday night. They'll be 4-4 four and four after losing to the Steelers. And then traveling to Tampa. I said that they were going to win this game. So that makes them 5-4. and four. They'll lose to the Jaguars. 
So they're pretty much going to be a 500 team all season. So they're 5-5 five and five hosting the Carolina Panthers next. And I think they win this game. They'll be 6-5. and five. The Titans will host the Colts. I think the Colts end up getting that win. And they'll be 6-6. Six and six. Taking on the Miami Dolphins on Monday Night Football on December the 11th. They lose that one and they'll be 6-7. and seven. The Houston Texans. I'm interested to see what C.J. Stroud looks like. Remember, I'm going to preview them this week as well as I'm previewing the AFC South. I think that Tennessee ends up winning that game. So here we go. A 7-7 record with three to play. Do they get the win over the Seattle Seahawks who might be fighting for a playoff spot? Then they'll take on the Houston Texans week 17, and then they wrap up the season with possibly the division on the line or maybe the Jacksonville Jaguars run away with this division. The Jaguars are the favorites to win this division, but I see the Tennessee Titans beating Seattle, so they'll be 8-7, and seven, and losing to the Houston Texans because the Texans by now will have improved under C.J. Stroud. And then so they're 8-8 eight eight going into the final regular season game with the division on the line, possibly. But I see them losing to the Jacksonville Jaguars. So the Tennessee Titans, back-to-back losing seasons. They'll be 8-9. and nine. They have a very easy division with the Indianapolis Colts and the Houston Texans. And the schedule doesn't favor them because they have to play the AFC North. And so that is going to be tough. So 8-9. and nine, Don't forget, my 32 teams in 32 days will continue tomorrow as I will talk about the Jacksonville Jaguars. And before I close the show, I want to say a big congratulations to WRBL Sports Director Jack Patterson. Over the week, he got married to his longtime high school sweetheart. Congratulations, Jack. And I know you got a well-deserved vacation. I know you're going to be back for SEC Media Days in a week. But but yeah, I enjoy having you on the show. And I enjoy just seeing you at all these sporting events. And have a blessed and happy marriage. Congratulations to Jack Patterson. Thank you so much once again for listening to another episode of the Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge. Stay tuned for Braves Country Today with Mac McGee and the Armchair Quarterbacks. You don't want to miss it. I hope everybody has a great rest of your day. And we'll see you tomorrow. Bye, everybody. Help protect your family from flu this season by taking three easy steps. First, get yourself and your family a flu shot. It's quick and can protect you all season. Second, take everyday actions to help prevent the spread of germs like flu. Cover your cough, stay home from work or school if you're sick, and wash your hands often. Third, there are drugs that can treat flu illness. These work best when started early. Learn more at cdc.gov slash fight flu. At Jersey Mike's, they slice your order fresh, right in front of you. And let me tell you, watching that can send a rush of emotions through a person. Excitement, impatience, baby-like wonder, indecisive, anticipatory chewing, nervous pacing, happy claps, and finally, jealousy. Because that's this guy's sub. I should order one. Good idea. Sliced right in front of you. It's a Jersey Mike's thing. A sub above. When you really need something to get you through a long graduation ceremony, Trolley Sour Gummy Worms are there to give you a thrill. With varieties like Trolley Sour Bursting Crawlers, 
the worm's soft and chewy texture, surprising flavor combinations, and neon bright colors will give everyone a reason to celebrate. So when you want to notch the festivities up a couple degrees, Trolley Sour Gummy Worms are the perfect way for everyone to celebrate. Shop now for any trolley that crawls your way. This is Austin Black, and I am the host of Behind the Tunes. Have you ever wondered about the stories behind your favorite songs and the journeys of those that sing them? Each week, we invite you to go behind the tunes and step into the stories behind your favorite Christian artists that shape the landscape of today's music. Hey everybody, this is Andy Crispin. Join me this week for worship as I play two hours of the best in modern worship music from churches and worship leaders around the world. And this week, my special guest is Blake Goss of New Spring Worship. See, I'm doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do not perceive it. I'm making ways in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. For us, that scripture came alive because he did a new thing actually in an old place. You don't want to miss a moment of this week's worship with me, your host, Andy Christman. WQE 99.1 FM, The Key. Home of Southern Sports and Talk. Noonan, Sharpsburg, Franklin. The Baxters have a new first book. From number one New York Times bestselling novelist Karen Kingsbury, author of life-changing fiction, comes The Baxters, a prequel. The heart-pounding story of Carrie Baxter's wedding. Amidst family tension and the worst storm Bloomington, Indiana has seen in a decade. The Baxters, by America's favorite inspirational storyteller, Karen Kingsbury. Visit KarenKingsbury.com for more information. The Baxters, available now wherever books are sold. Wake up and text. Text and eat. Mm-mm. Text and catch the bus. Text and miss your stop. Wait, 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 wait. Text and be late to work. Sorry, I'm late. Text and work. Text and pretend to work. Text and act surprised when someone calls you out for not working. <clears throat> Who, me? Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever. Hi. Oh, hey. Text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. Text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time. Text and whatever. But when you get behind the wheel, give your phone to a passenger. Put it in the glove box. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A public service announcement brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Calvary Sonoy Fellowship is an expository Bible teaching church where we study the Word of God line by line and we apply it life by life. We're here every Sunday morning at 10 o'clock on WQEE and we look forward to having you join us. Our church offices are located in Sonoy, Georgia, 6855 East Highway 16, Suite 102, Sonoy, Georgia. If you'd like to call us, our number is 770-755. 8243. Or you can reach me, I'm Pastor Bob, at bob at calvarysenoy.org, S-E-N-O-I-A. You also can go to our website at www.calvarysenoy.org. You can reach our YouTube channel there, as well as our Facebook page. Join us at 10 o'clock right here on WQEE. You are listening to The Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge, broadcasted on WQEE 99.1 FM, the key from 2 to 3 p.m. Monday through Friday, 
This is a local podcast that covers Columbus sports and beyond. If you would like to hear more of this podcast, you can download us on Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, or Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. And I hope you have a great rest of your day. Zombie Pig Barbecue is award-winning barbecue and is a staple in Columbus. Located at 6201 Veterans Parkway, Suite B in Columbus, and owners David and Anthony want to give you top quality barbecue in a family-friendly environment. All meats are served with their signature sauces like sweet, spicy, mustard, and white. Try a sampler platter today. Call 706-662-0941 to place a takeout or catering order today. Zombie Pig Barbecue. Walk in a crawling, always sweet and and juicy.